0: What's up, guys, and welcome back. For those that didn't know, my name's Zanez, and I am one of your hosts and executive producer of the Respect the Combat podcast. And today's, being the season finale, we just wanted to say thank you all for just tuning in and joining us. And for season two, which will start on January 15th, Trico and I have a second season with more guests more surprises and including a patreon but as for today's episode we've got a lot of highlights from the vgas a bit more of AEW and new japan just conversation and going into the start of the 2020 2021 nba season and the 2021 nfl playoffs stay tuned love y'all What's up, guys, and welcome back to episode 12. Today in season one's season finale of the Respect, the Combat podcast. And for those that do not know who we are and what we have been up to, my, my with me as always is my co-host with the most, Mr. Trico Fullerton. And what's up, boy?
1: What's good? What's good? First of all, we want to say thank you to all the RTC fans for B Words for this season one. And we're going to have more exciting news coming up for season two. But without further ado, let's get into our Main Street recap, shall we? Oh my gosh,
0: yes. And obviously, since we're not coming back till January 15th, let's just call a spade a spade. The NBA season is starting next Tuesday with the Warriors and the Nets, 4 p.m. EST, And not only that, we've got on the 9th, the beginning, 9th of January, the beginning of the 2021 NFL playoff season. And we've got some – the NFC is kind of almost cut and dry at this point, but the AFC is so up in the air right now. Let's go through some of it. And – Of course, we're coming at the perspective of both Trico and my hometowns, or shall I just say the birth – yeah, our hometowns. But for the Dolphins to even get the division, the Bills would have to slip on a banana peel and lose the last three, including their matchup with the Dolphins on January 3rd, whereas the Dolphins would have to win all three games just to even get in but they're still alive for the division. And I don't want to say they're out of the wild card race, but the Steelers and the Browns are locking that down right now for the looks of it.
1: Yeah, because for us, Dolphins here, like we need to win more games than the Buffalo Ravens because we're – Buffalo bad. Bills. Yeah. use that mm-hmm. <laughs> Buffalo Ravens. I'm like – not in the AFC That's, wild card. In the wild card,
0: you said Buffalo Ravens. You just combined two Northeast teams, man.
1: Oh, Buffalo. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Baltimore. The
0: Bills, man.
1: Baltimore. Uh, You're yeah, talking about Bills, the
0: Ravens. You're talking about the Ravens. Okay.
1: Bills is up in the top four right now. They're the leaders right now. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I said uh, the Ravens. Uh, Baltimore uh, Ravens. Yeah, because we. No, know, they're not tied. even. Yeah, we're no. tied with them. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just have, have to outlast the Ravens to win that division.
1: Yeah, we need to win more games than them. We need to...
0: Yeah, and on the other – but that's just going to be interesting just to see what happens, especially going into the Dolphins-Villes matchup on the third. But things for the Colts are kind of a little bit more concrete. But each – the team they have to be with the Titans just to get into – not wild, the possibly wild card, most likely wild card weekend would be Outlast the Titans. And the keyest of all key matchups, I would say the other four kind of gimme matches for both teams. But the Titans versus the Packers and the Colts versus the Steelers, December 27th. So next weekend, those two games ahead will decide the fate of who takes the AFC South. And speaking of the Steelers, they may only get the wild card if not only do they lose out, but also they play the Browns on the third. But on the 27th, the Browns have a gimme matchup with the Jets. So who makes it out the AFC? into the division winner circle other than the Chiefs, stay tuned. And it,
1: well, all I can say is that after January 3rd, we would definitely see who definitely makes the spot.
0: I mean, yeah, because it's only six days to the freaking playoffs. But what are you going to do? And speaking of what are you going to do, freaking – so you know Jake Paul has been running his mouth since the – win over Nate, right?
1: Why would we do that? Just just why? And you going against one of the hey, 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 let
0: me build up up build it up a little bit. So he called out Dylan Dennis, Connor McGregor, and basically has punked out the entire UFC on Twitter to where he's like, bruh, Dana White, Sabina, you know a punk, and let Connor fight. Well Dana fought it up and this one, not only did the Diaz brothers get in on this and Nate Diaz and basically called him out, but then Dana White's just like, heck, I might as well just let Amanda Nunes jump in. Hmm. I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's like, basically since the Megan Anderson fight's not happening, you're going to let one of your top champions, destroy a YouTuber. <laughs> all right, so we'll see what happens with that, especially since Floyd is about to go into the bo- Pro Boxing Hall of Fame in 2021, and he's fighting Jake's brother
1: in- come February. I just can't wait to see how the, uh, the Marcus and the promos be and um, all that stuff.
0: I just want to see the aftermath. I'm just going to Twitter. Cause the Paulers, which are Jake and Logan Paul's like fan base, are almost as dangerous as the Beehive. And here's the thing: between the Paulers and the Beehive, the Paulers are younger. So Jake and Logan Paul fans, once that happens, like Twitter's gonna go insane. To either defend Logan or just get angry because a YouTuber that knocked out one of the be- best under middle middleweight fighters. Because I forget what division. Is he in Flyweight or Walter Floyd? I think it was Walter, if I'm not mistaken. It might have been, but I'm like, I'm unsure always because pro- professional divisions always fluctuate when it comes to the weight. So it's so weird. But something that's even weirder than a YouTuber running his mouth against the UFC is the fact that a two-time, maybe three-time, Wrestling Hall of Famer now has his own pair of custom Dame Sevens that are out now.
1: Y'all looking for some Christmas shoes? This will be the time to go get them. For $110? Hey, you know how dudes be out with shoes. They gotta have some collectors items. So, this is definitely one of those collectors Just like how we we had that discussion with guys getting that PS, PS5, PS that's the same way with uh, us with shoes anyway. It depends on what type of shoes you got. You, you, are you the type of person that gets shoes from Foot Locker or from other shoe companies? Or like, we got, I mean, it, it depends on well, what type of dude you are, but like, I feel like this is the type of shoes that guys will, will, will be getting as part of their shoes collection.
0: Those blue suede ones, other than the white and gold ones, would have been the one would be the ones I would have my eye on. But it's whatever because 110 bucks right now in this climate, I'm like, okay, wait till tax season if they have them. Because, like, I was looking at the Adidas website and the Finish Line website. Their sizes off the Adidas website, five to nine and a half
1: is what they have in stock. I don't want to jump the gun here, Big but um, if a certain um, bill pass, yeah, we might get some more money in, but I'm not jumping the gun. Uh,
0: Trico, let's not go in that route. I'm not trying to get political on this bad boy. Just, uh, just saying, if you... I know, but let's move on because I am not about to go political. Not today. Yeah. Not today, Satan. <laughs> but speaking of what may happen down the line to some... Switching from what may happen down the line to something that will happen down the line, John Moxley and Renee Paquette. Seth Rollins, Becky Lynch.
1: Brandy and Cody. Baby Cody on the way. Baby Cody. Would you let me build? (laughs)
0: Spoiling my headline still after all this time. Spoiling my bits. But yes, Cody Rhodes, Cody and Brandy, in one of the most adorable holiday promos I think I've seen in a while, announced that Brandy's pregnant. So for all you that thought that the Shack and Brand Shack Brandy and Jade Cargill stuff was a bit overdone, unfortunately, what that whole story arc now has the same problem that every other Brandy Rose storyline gets, and that is a start and a stop, sudden stop. Now this is gonna have to take a sudden stop because unless Brandy can actually get on the mic, because Brandy can't get physical.
1: Nah, I think that's out of the window right now. Uh,
0: Yeah. I think that whole bit where she had to get her wrist broken by Jaden, that door, that door, that chair, was to write her off. Either way, she's pregnant. She can't do much in the ring. And shouldn't even be at ringside with a lot of Cody's crazy feuds, especially with Team Taz running around, regardless of staying.
1: Yeah, anytime you see Cody around, you will see Tate Taz around, you will see Sting, you will see Darby Allin. So. And not
0: Raptors. Yeah. But let's jump into some of this um, these holiday wrestling shows before we hop into basically why I am not going to pub, not going to watch probably the TLC event, but let's touch on the next, I'd say three weeks of wrestling in a short blur. So next week, next week's Dynamite, due to the start of the NBA season, we'll start right after the Bucks and Celtics game on TNT, whether that be before 10 o'clock EST or right after 10 EST. So if you're looking for Dynamite, and just a wrestling fan, but you're not looking for a quote-unquote wrestling show, if you're a basketball fan, watch that. That, If you're only a wrestling fan, you got to wait a little longer. And that is due to the fact, we talked about January 9th being the, yeah, I think I did say NBA season starts Tuesday. But... Also, there were a couple things that did get confirmed on this week's, like, two world title matches, or shall I say heavyweight title matches, because we all know the NXT title is basically just the Florida-based championship, a Florida championship now, not even a global one, because of NFC UK. But, with that being said, Finn Balor, Kyle O'Reilly, round two, got confirmed for January 6th. Whereas Kenny faces the ghosts of the people that he did not, he was scheduled to beat and he did not beat in the world title Eliminator tournament. Only this time he is not fighting Joey Janela for the title. He is fighting Ray Phoenix for the world title next on the 30th. I was about to say
1: next week, but I forgot. Next week's only the 23rd. Christmas brain. Yeah, that title fight is going to be on the first night of the AEW New Year's Smash.
0: And speaking of New Year's Smash, Snoop Dogg, and it's been officially confirmed even by BR Live and ESPN, Snoop Dogg is doing commentary again. Like we, It's confirmed now that he's doing commentary. It wasn't like just us thinking about it like we were a couple weeks ago when it was like, oh, Snoop's going to be on there. He might be doing commentary. Oh, he is doing commentary.
1: So somebody yeah. about to get
0: called their uncle on January 6th.
1: Yeah, he's going to be there for night two. And also Chris Jericho is going to be on commentary for night one right, on New Year's match. So we have the different special commentators. You have Chris Jericho on night one and Snoop Dogg on night two, which is also he's probably going to be promoting the Go Big Show, which he's also... Oh, uh, yeah. You know those
0: tie-ins are going to be there, because it's like the day after he's on Dynamite, just turn over to another Turner Network. So you know those p- p- plugs, especially once Cody pops up, are going to be on that episode. So, but are, My question is, would you prefer, because I was like on a lot of wrestling review shows this week, just watching them. And a lot of people were preferring NXT over Dynamite. Thoughts? With, would you watch Valor O'Reilly? Or would you just tune in to TNT to hear Snoop be stupid with the other storylines that are going on right now?
1: I think I want to hear uh, so, so Snoop first before I watch the, um, the NXT New, New Year's, Year's Evil. Evil. Okay. Even though I, I still want to watch it both because... um. Well, we already well, – as far as the new, uh, new Year's Evil is concerned, we, we already know what's going to be the main event, which is Ballard versus O'Reilly 2. And then also Jester Lumis is going to be the host of New Year's Evil, which is kind of weird. Kind of weird. Because he don't talk. He only draws. He only draws.
0: Well, crazy? at least – nah, this gimmick is based off his TNA gimmick. Now, now I think about it, that's why I don't like it. And basically his TNA gimmick got – sent him to the loony bin for stalking stalking Christy Hemi, so I'm not even for this. That's the only part they didn't let him do was stalk on the NXT Women's Division. But, yeah, so I'm down for Dynamite myself. But, I we talked about January 6th. I want to talk about January 4th and 5th as we go into these wrestling predictions and recaps and reviews. But, the reason I am not talking about TLC before we hop into Wrestle Kingdom 15. TLC, one of the most underwhelming yet somewhat predictable cards because it bleeds right into the Rumble. See, right into WrestleMania season. Do you see one of these champions in one of these title matches at Mania? I don't see Lana on the WrestleMania card for the women's... <laughs> Tag belts and heck, Asuka. And I think you and I've talked about it is a placeholder for Becky's comeback, so which may happen closer to Mania because I could easily see us somebody winning the Rumble and going after Sasha, and then Becky pops up late in the game for a wrestling return. I can
1: see that. I think, as far as it goes, yeah, I don't see Roman losing the title. I don't see Drew winning the ti- uh, losing the title. Well, it depends how – if the Miz come catching in, I'm done. And then
0: – Well, here's the thing. They have to burn that briefcase before May. Do you – um, unless they randomly do this now, Drew gets it back close to the Rumble and Miz is just a transitional ca- champion to get the briefcase off them because – they can't have the money in the bank briefcase, men's holder lose it three, four years in a row.
1: Lose I mean, their match
0: three, four years in a row. The only
1: see the only thing I feel it, it, it kind of feels right uh, because the only if WrestleMania this WrestleMania coming out was in California uh, in Atlanta, uh, LA. If we didn't have this pandemic, then it will feel right because the Miz will feel right at home. But that would make sense. But since it's not, and it's gonna be at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, so it don't make no sense. Yeah. But, but I um, think we'll this
0: pandemic up. done made it crazy. But yeah. that's then and that's based off Sunday. I'm gonna get to January 4th and 5th, Russell Kingdom fifteen in the Tokyo Dome, night one and two. And this is kind of a little bit of a weirder setup. One, because it's two nights, but also two, and you can give your predictions in a second. But night one, the Best of Super Juniors winner, Hiromu Takahashi, versus the Super J-Cup winner, El Fantasmo, And the winner becomes the number one contender and faces Taiji Ishimore for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship on night two. So, with all that being said, Trico, who wins night one and then who walks
1: out with the belt? Um, we started out with the number one contendership match. You have the number
0: one contender and then who beats – who walks out with the junior heavyweight title since we're on that, that championship race right now? I think the
1: the BOSJ winner might Toronto. be the, the, the number one contender.
0: And then who wins between Haramu and Ishimori? I'm
1: going to have to go with the G1
0: Climax winner. Wrong match. Wrong match. I said junior heavyweight, not
1: heavyweight. Oh, wait a minute. Hold up. I'm at the wrong one. Yeah, look at night two. Look at night two. First one, night two. Oh no, I, I I I I didn't think we we were still going to skip to, to skip tonight too, uh, uh,
0: you know. Bruh, I'm talking about the championship, straight yeah, now, uh, yeah. and I will tell you straight up, this is how I'm gonna do this one, and then the other one that's a multi-night setup, just because it's like it makes it easier on the championship chase for those right here, but. Hiromu versus Phantasma. You're going with Hiromu. And yeah.
1: Go on Hiromu the,
0: versus Ishimori, who you got.
1: Yeah, I think you're going to go on to win uh, the championship. In, uh, in oh, you're going Hiromu?
0: Yeah. Okay. Hiromu walks out with the junior heavyweight title after all that. I would say Hiromu definitely because I don't feel like it's going to be all, an all-bullet club junior heavyweight title match. And then bullet club versus LAJ. For the title, I'm going Ishimori just because, like, I feel they need to start building more people while Hiromu was there. Hiromu had been inactive for a while, and they started building around Ishimori and Osprey, but then Osprey moved up to heavyweight. We'll go up to what he's up to in a little bit, but, yeah. And next, the IWGP heavyweight title match. Champions, ZSJ and Taichi, the Dangerous Techers of Suzuki gun versus the World Tag League winners, the Gorillas of Destiny, and a crazy pair of Tongans. I'm going with, and just to complete the, one, to complete the prophecy that was made by Doc Gallows, but then two, to complete just their ultimate comeback since... The Tongans have been – were stuck in Orlando for most – in Florida for most of the year due to obvious reasons. I'm going with the G.O.D. to so walk out with the champs. Walk out with the titles. Who do you have? That's my, that's my prediction too. All right. G.O.D. walks out with the belts. Yeah. The next one is kind of a bit of a weird one. But is Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace of New Japan – Versus a man that just got off excursion and is basically one of the new part of a member of the Empire. The Great Okan versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. I'm going to the Great Okan just because I feel like the Empire needs a strong showing at the Tokyo Dome. Just to put them at that New Blood rising, that New Blood level. And that high spark. And I feel like this one, our next one that we're discussing, and one of our two matches that have nothing to do with night one that we're discussing for night two will go their way. Thoughts on that one?
1: Tanashi versus Okan. I might have to go with... Um... Hmm.
0: And you know your would kill you (laughs) just for messing this up.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna have to go uh Connor on this one as well.
0: Okay. Yeah, I feel like Tanahashi is one foot out the door just on his way to retirement. But I could see it going toward Tanahashi just because Russell Kingdom's his baby. And now this one the the current ace of New Japan The Rainmaker Kazushka Okada versus the Aerial Assassin and Defect Chaos Traitor turned Empire Kingpin and Will Osprey. Mm. This one is so weird now, but I feel like just because Okada has been on a losing skid at the Tokyo Dome, I want to give it to him.
1: Mm. Thoughts? I think I might go with saying same with that one. Okada? Okay.
0: I'm going to skip the main event of Night 1 because I want to combine it with the main event of Night 2 just for the simple fact of what it is. So, we've already said Ishimori. You said Aramu, I said Ishimori. But let's talk about the other match involving a member of the Empire. Shingo Takagi defending the never-open-weight title versus Jeff Cobb. And Jeff Cobb has signed the contract he wanted to sign with New Japan. Heck, I feel like this may be the year that LIJ needs to rebuild, and this is one of the reasons I'm going Cobb.
1: Cobb, same. All
0: right. Well, then, Evil versus Sonata. Bullet Club versus LIJ. I never thought I would say that. Just because L.I.J. is for everybody and then freaking everything is Bullet Club, Bullet Club is evil happened, which was the heel turn of the year in my eyes. But I'm going with evil just to stay on that momentum. Santana. You're going Sonata? Okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> Bruh. All right. And now... The main event above night one and night two is Naito, Abushi and Jay White. Double the G1 Climax winner lost for the first time in history, lost his briefcase, the contract in the briefcase. However, Jay, however, with the way it got set up, Jay picked his, caught a shot and picked night two. However, with the end of night one, it's going to be Naito versus abushi. And what could only be possibly it's gonna be a great match. It's also going to be the match to scare the crap out of people. And yeah, who walks out of night who walks out of basically an athletic death match between abushi and Naito to go one on one with Jay and then who walks out with both the iwGP heavyweight? and IWGP Intercontinental Championships. I might go with Jay White. Jay White takes it. Yeah, I'm going Jay White, but I do think it's going to end up a Bushi versus Jay on night two. And, yeah, this is a crazy thing. But, yeah, of course, we're not all about wrestling. We're not all about football. We've got some highlight. When we come back from this break, we've got some highlights From the 2020 VGAs and also our picks for our gaming, I don't know why I said sports on my list but our our gaming year end awards. Until then, we will see you guys in five.
1: Uber Eats is known for having hot food online, but launching in April, groceries will be added within the app. By adding grocery and convenience stores, they can reach more people who don't want to go out or don't have time to shop. Uber Eats helps out the stores by giving them more visibility and a solid customer base. You can download the Uber Eats app, enter your address, and you will see numerous grocery stores and chains. For an added bonus, several stores have free delivery and discount codes on special items. Let's go shop.
0: And we are back. What's up, guys? And, man, I didn't expect all that wrestling like news and just catch up with the end of the NFL season coming plus the start of the NBA season. But it ha- sometimes it happens like this in the industry when it comes to sports and combat sports. But, you know, what also kind of is it happens once a year and it's so unpredictable when we talk about video games and then what video games are actually like favored by people, you know? So let's just go over for a second. What was the 2020 VGAs and the, hi- just
1: a few simple highlights. And let's see how predictions came true. Well, seven, Okay, I'm just going to
0: go from bottom to top, just so it's easy. And you and I can both agree on this, but sports games, like your NBAs, your Maddens, and all that have been trash this year, right?
1: Yeah, I
0: mean... Well, how trash does it have to be for a remastered game from the PS1 to win best sports racing? Your, spe- your speechlessness speaks volumes, bruh. That's all we got to say right there. Like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 is a remastered game from the PS1. And it won Best Sports Racing. Enough said. Like 2K, EA, all that let us down. And the ones they picked, I'm like, yeah, it's going to Tony Hawk. There's no way. But best esports, the obvious one, League of Legends. And then, the fighting game of the year is Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, which. Thank you. And you're a bit early on the. And if you could say the fight again, because the live act next live action adaptation of Mortal Kombat is set to hit theaters as of right now, April
1: 16th, 2021. Not only in theaters, but also on HBO Match for only 31 days. So if you have HBO Match, so you can watch it on your PlayStation. It's it's not, uh, as of today, it's not available on Roku and Amazon Fire Stick. Uh, So yeah, so every Warner Brothers movies that they have for 2021, not only is going to be in theaters and also HBO Max on their respective release dates. So, yeah. Well, that made it
0: definitely easy what I'm going to do. Because, to be honest, that's going to be super just cheaper than – cheaper and safer than going to the theater right now.
1: Oh, so yeah. Uh, April 16th, get ready to get in the arena. And fight. Yeah. But speaking
0: of fighting – Among Us, which is now available on the Switch for five bucks, one best mobile and multiplayer. And I may be good at Among Us, or at least decent, but my co-host is trash. Mm. You are trash, bro. The only reason... So we played with my church last weekend. Like, my church ministry last weekend and Trico the only reason he won was because my phone basically I exited out because I had him we had him pegged like twice the time before that we played you killed somebody basically right in front of me and then didn't vent out the room should have vented away from the entrance because it's it's a common area (laughs) or at least like try and double back Because that's how I got a couple dubs was doing that stupid stunt. (laughs) But, while we're on the topic of mobile games that have become classics, the next Super Smash Bros. Ultimate DLC got revealed. And can somebody explain to me why Final Fantasy is not in the FGC yet? Because the next Final Fantasy... The next Super Smash Bros. DLC is Seth Roth, and explain to me why it is not in the FGC yet? Because there are so many fighting game, char- so many Final Fantasy characters that are now DLC. The only one I think is missing you can easily create in it. That's Tifa.
1: I think we're not going to get our reasoning, because they're not going to let the cat out of the bag for that. Yeah.
0: Either way, that's going to be massive. And the biggest winner from the 2020 VGAs, The Last of Us Part Two, with a total of seven awards. I'm not
1: going to Ain't go no through. There. Ain't no surprise, Dale.
0: Well, here's the thing. When I was, like, I think I was late or I missed, like, the live feed on it. On the VGAs. I looked at it like a day later. All the comments says, and the winner and the award goes to, and the award goes to, and the award goes to. The last of, us, last of us part two. And your winner is the last of us part two. It was crazy. <laughs> the amount they racked up was just funny. Felt
1: well, like hey, I was watching the Oscars right there. <laughs> a virtual represent.
0: You know that's going to be insane come February. Yeah.
1: Well, they're not going to have it. I mean, there's a rumor. It's not going to be in February. It might be in April. It's just a rumor.
0: They just want it in person, which that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to have to be the way the VGAs did it. Because <laughs> so that's the only way to keep people safe. Or the, or the People's Choice Awards. Oh, my gosh. That's going to be, ins- <laughs> that's going to be funny as heck next year. But, speaking of award shows, we gave, Trigodon gave our highlights when it came to the sports world last week. Am I right? Yep. Well, let's give our thoughts and awards and recognition to who your friendly neighborhood, respect the podcast, award show critics, give to the gaming industry. So, and we're starting with one of the uh har- harshest categories mm. but worst game of twenty
1: twenty uh, I don't know why why I had to say the worst of them all it would definitely have to be. Uh, I don't try to say this, but um, it would have to be the Fast and the Furious game. Ooh. I was going to go
0: to keep it on the context of the show with the worst game of 2020 being WWE 2K Battlegrounds. The glitch mess that came from 2K20 just added a Smash Bros. element to it. And the DLC for it, DLC cycle for it, was not my favorite. But, yeah, that's where I'm going. Best mobile game.
1: I would have to say Among Us.
0: Agreed. I don't think there's anything ever. Hardest game to play slash get into.
1: Ooh. Of 2020. I wanted to say Assassin's Creed I was going to say The phobia. Yeah, some of the missions I had, it's like some difficulties, but I was able to get through it. Yeah, the
0: Plasma, that uh, whole um, multi uh, jump scare one. You know what I'm talking about, Trigger? Yeah. Yeah, I think just for me, not being that big a horror guy kind of messed me up a little bit. But most likely to f- thrive in 2021. Most likely to thrive. Hmm. Because we saw that with the last console generation, Street Fighter lasted seven years. Freaking. Now MK is coming up on three. Next year, yeah, next year, I'll mark. Going into it's celebrating two years. Freaking Tekken, celebrating four or five. You've got... Heck. Mm. Most likely to thrive. I'm going with... To be honest, I would say... And you can say company too if you want to just not go there. I'm going... Oh, yeah. Most likely to Thrive, I kind of want to say the set of AEW games. There's so much to pull from and so much community support and anticipation for the game. I feel like timing when they release that and drop those suckers, all three of them, those may be the games of the future, all three of them, because you have a mobile general manager mode representation, a freaking console game that's based off and associated with the developers of No Mercy, brought the 2020. So, yeah. What do you think?
1: I would have to say and I hope they, they made this for the PS5 coming soon, I would say the Jedi Fallen Order.
0: Ooh! <laughs>
1: Oh, that's...
0: Man. Okay. Worst DLC. I don't have to think about this. And yes, before anybody in our comments or read about it later, yes, I know Leroy, this guy came out in 2019, but his tournament debut and the patches have been... Every patch in the game has been built around him ever since. Leroy Smith, Tekken 7. The man that simply just... Could have killed a four year game.
1: I'm about to say the Avengers game.
0: I said DLC, not worst game. You could That's have. What put... I mean. Oh, you played the Cake Smith. So somebody played Cake Smith.
1: I mean. Somebody played the Hawkeye. Huh? You only give us one character. I mean, where's more? We, need more? we need
0: more. How long did it take you to beat those missions?
1: A week. Moving on to best DLC. For me... It would have been less than a week if I had so much stuff to do. (laughs) That's why I said I moved on to best DLC.
0: That's enough said. For me, it's got to be the second... The UFC 4. UFC 4, hands down. Not only did you get Brock, but you've been constantly getting more anticipated fighters, more a, a lot more interaction with the community and what fighters they want in the game and what like life they have for the game. And I feel, especially with the time frame from UFC 3 to this, which has been a solid three, four years for that game, just having a DLC model like how they have it set up, I'm down for it. And for the most part, all the DLC updates and the characters have been free. The only ones you really had to pay for were Anthony Joshua, Tyson Fury, and Bruce Lee.
1: I would have to say the Mortal Kombat 11 DLC.
0: Ooh. Who have you decided to main?
1: Uh, at first, I want to say the Terminator was the best, but um, I would have to go with... Um, the Rambo and um and also RoboCop.
0: But, okay, yeah, I was with you until you said Robo, because RoboCop.
1: Oh, hate, I hate him with a passion. I mean, he has That's... certain moves like the Terminator, but it's like if there's there's certain moves that you have to try to yeah you have to be good with that character like to be able to like do what, it, what he would normally do in the movies. But like, if you can't play with a certain character, then don't touch it. Here's
0: my thing when it comes to RoboCop, and it's the same thing when it comes to freaking oh, RoboCop and Leroy Smith. If I haven't seen because I I haven't touched them outside of a few AI battles, but if his com if his parry is literally a back one or a back two with the shield. Which that sucker blocks more than Leroy Smith, because I can easily like low sweep Leroy Smith and knock him out the parry. You can't low no, do anything with that dog on shield.
1: I mean, yeah, Melina begins so much backlash on her, so
0: Oh my well, Melina got the backlash because of the toxicity of the community. Like her fan base. I'm sorry. I'll just say that. Melina has a, uh, one of the more, like the toxicity of the community runs through the, her inclusion. I'm sorry, and the only reason and the workaround from what Delora did to her in MKX is simple: it's Chronica. The game's based on time. There's no way they can pull whoever they want. Best soundtrack.
1: It's a split between Spider-Man: Rise of and Ghost of Tsushima. I'm gonna
0: go Ghost. And – or 2K – NBA 2K20.
1: Hmm. Okay.
0: NBA 2K21. Why did I say 20? Fail. But, yeah, that's what throws me off. Best community support. Um, I
1: would have well. to say all, all guys.
0: Yes. I didn't want to give it to them because I was thinking Uf- UFC 4 – Again, I was also thinking Mortal Kombat 11, top point, but Fall Guys tops everything. Fall Guys and Among Us, sports game of the year,
1: UFC 4. I say uh, that and NBA 2K 21. Until
0: like UFC 4 took out the ads real quick once everybody started realizing why are we getting MK ads in the game. The reason I will not put a 2K game ever in this category, the it's basically pay to win, pay to win. And what I mean by that, the amount of micro and transactions in a 2K game, it are annoying. And you already have to drop sixty plus just to get the game. Fighting game of the year, Mortal Kombat 11. Agreed. I was thinking Tekken 7, but just the backlash from EVO Japan, which was, all intents and purposes, the last in-person fighting game tournament and just how the community kind of responded with online support going into tourneys this year. Mortal Kombat's at the most. Tekken will be next. Street Fighter's basically dead. But then again, it was a launch title on the PS4. So it makes total sense overall game of the year ghosts oh man yeah ghosts no not for me because i haven't played ghosts or last of us yet game of the year that i have played i should say would have to be hell um I've lost so many hours just chilling, playing, and watching the AI go at it, MK11, and there's still room for more DLC in 2021. Well, with that being said, man, what a 2020, man. It can go to hell, but what a 2020. 2020.
1: It ain't over yet. We, we still got.
0: I'm talking about for us. Yeah. I'm talking uh, about for us involving this, not the year in general. <laughs> we still
1: got like two weeks. Yeah. I mean, we ain't over yet. You know? But um, we, as the uh, Terminator would say, we'll be back.
0: January 15th, man. And we got to thank all you guys for just tuning in and listening to our stupid cells. For the last few weeks if you missed the intro just be on the lookout for everything follow us at under official rtc podcast on insta patreon coming soon amongst other things and more to come including more guests other than just our goofy faces love y'all and happy holidays